0: You can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? busy weekend it was a busy weekend um i honestly man i was just saying my my lower back is so discomforted from walking around carrying like five pound catalogs at ata i'm I'm already worried for shot
1: (laughs) well and i think the other thing that hurt it was here in kentucky we got our first real cold snap so you go outside and it's like 10 15 degrees out that doesn't help at least shot will be in vegas
0: yeah that's true it would be like Forty-five degrees at the worst, I think. Is, yeah. Uh And then one one funny thing, you know, Jacob and I went to that the the power dinner with Glenn on uh, on Friday, I think. And there was a concert, some like pop country guy down there. So downtown was littered with half-dressed. Uh, like at the pub, or like at Yum Center. At the Yum Center. Oh, okay. So the, downtown was littered with like half-dressed forty-year-old white women, and uh, I couldn't park anywhere near the the restaurant so me and jacob both parked ironically like right next to each other unbeknownst to us half a mile away so i got to walk for 10 minutes in that 15 degree weather
1: yeah it's tough i've gotten to the point where i just if i can get in a parking garage i get in a parking garage and pay the price because i'm so cheap i I am too but man there's one-way streets well end up just doing the same i
0: penguin walked the whole way too because it had snowed and i had didn't have like It's not like I had, uh, what do they call them, the uh, clampons? Or what are are
1: they? Crampons. Crampons. Yeah,
0: I almost said tampons. Yeah, I actually this weekend,
1: for the first time in my life, did curbside pickup because (laughs) I didn't have snow boots. And I think we're going to the Badlands Film Festival with my wife. And I'm like, I really don't want to be walking around in sneakers. So first time in my life, I did buy online, pick up curbside and the guy came out with snow boots and i just opened my car door and put them on i was like oh now i got snow boots that's funny because i've got big outdoorsy snow boots i've got some baffin technologies that are like rated to like negative 30 and go up my calf and yeah a little extreme for uh nothing like nothing like in the middle
0: so we'll talk about ata in a second we're already kind of talking about badlands what a. I didn't get to go to that show. My wife had to work. But what did you think of the festival? Because we'll, we'll, let me frame this up real quick for anybody that doesn't know, actually. Because a lot of people may not know, like, what the heck are you guys talking about? It's an industry show. It's invite only. It's hosted by Badlands, the, the pack and camo company. It is a part of ATA in that they time it around the ATA. I don't even know if they actually are officially affiliated with ATA. I don't
1: think they're officially affiliated, but I think ATA recognizes I think it they and it. they put it on their calendar and yeah. say, "Hey, Badlands Film Festival's going on." So, Yeah.
0: So so you can submit videos to Badlands for this film festival like anybody can submit and they review and if you're chosen, it it goes into the uh, you know, there's a big video, you get to watch everybody's um films they have to be unreleased films so these are films that are new i don't know if you knew that um but th- but those films have never been released before and so it's a pretty cool experience i've gotten to do it a couple times um the swag is usually awesome i i, I know you i missed the swag.
1: well i got i got well, uh, this yeah, you,
0: you did get the uh the, mm. the fourth arm that's right so uh that's pretty sweet and uh those guys are a big partner of, of the film festival too and um But anyways, so what was your first Badlands Film Festival like?
1: Uh, Well, first off, it was super crowded. And, you know, ATA this year in general, I think, wasn't as crowded as I was expecting. There was a lot of walking room. It wasn't as shoulder to shoulder as I thought. We had a bunch of tickets to the film festival. Go Wild did. Everyone else bailed out. So I got a ticket for my wife, and my wife and I went. Well, I thought it would be like half full. It was full to the skills Well, that um, people would give their left testicle to get to go to the Badlands Film Festival. Well, that so. and you know, I'm, I didn't get there early enough for the swag bags, which was disappointing. <laughs> they're, um, they're, these are like probably three hundred dollars swag bags. Yeah, uh they had apparently a Hunt Wise, which is like a loot crate sort of monthly subscription. I think it's Hunt Wise, Hunt, pox, stand? Hunt, Hunt. I don't know. It's like a loot, a monthly subscription for hunt hunting gear. They apparently had like a custom collaboration with Badlands, but anyways, uh, Hunt, I was Hunt Vault. Hunt Vault. Yeah, they do that every year. Yeah, uh, but I didn't get there early enough. And you said, "Well, people line up for it," and I'm like, "I don't care that much." Yeah, like I'm not gonna. Dude,
0: one year we got there, walking in with Garmin hosts a pre-party because mm-hmm. Garmin sponsors the thing, and so we got there one year and people have been waiting out in the cold for forever. I mean, they, they as soon as before ATA's over, they're waiting. Okay, and so there's like a long wait. And there's this like line of a hundred people waiting, and then I come in behind Rayhan with Garmin. And, and he's like, excuse us, excuse us. And people are literally like WTF. I mean, I had a guy say that to me. He, he goes, who the hell are you? And I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just trying not to get in a fight. Right. I don't want to get my butt kicked at the Badlands Film Festival because these these are also like not people you would sign up to brawl with. Like no. they're, they're outdoorsy people. They're probably like, you know, in pretty good shape shooting like 80 pounds on their bow. They're like Western. They're, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're Western like, fit. Yeah. <laughs> they're not like us Eastern guys. No. So, so I'm like, I'm not getting in a fight here. But they were mad And the worst part of it is for them When when you're there with Garmin At the pre-party You go get your swag bag Before anybody has a chance So we all went and loaded up our swag bags There's like 50 bags gone immediately And
1: so if you've been waiting outside all that time You're like kind of defeated (laughs) Well I missed that but So I got in for the the film festival And I like film I'm a big movie guy So I was excited for it Um, I was surprised that I kind of thought that they would be hunting adjacent categories. I thought it would be like, here's a film about reintroducing a species. Mm. Here's a film about habitat protection. No, it's all
0: like, here's this arrow going through an animal. (laughs) It is, and and
1: it was a lot of rich guys filming themselves. There is a lot of that, yeah. It was a lot of, um, I mean, it was cool, you know, people going to Greenland and people going uh, to these really exotic places, but it was a lot of, we looked up one, the Greenland one and it was like the guy was going for musk musk ox i, I believe yeah. and they like filmed them pulling up in the boat and then there's like this valance just all these musk ox just standing there and one of them's just like chewing like looking at <laughs> looking at the people and the dude just arrows and he's like Meh. And i go i told my wife i go look up how much that trip costs. And she goes, it's $14,000 per person, plus airfare, plus chartering a private mm-hmm. helicopter and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, You can do that on domestic trips, man.
0: Yeah. You go up to Alaska and one brown bear can be
1: $25,000. Yeah. Yeah. So so it was not what I expected. I expected it to be a lot like, here's a whole bunch of, you know, passionate people. Let's educate them about what's going on here and what, you know, needs here. It was a lot of, uh, Watch this person do a really cool hunt. Yeah. I mean, which was still entertaining. The,
0: and that's why it's aligned with ATA, just to be fair. Yes. We're not ripping on the Badlands Film Festival. No. Uh, I've been multiple times. It's cool. But it is what you like if you didn't know what you're walking into. It's not a film festival of like hunting conservation or any of that stuff. Right. They usually do have a couple of like softer side stories. I don't know if you saw anything like that. We did um, see some, you know, jerkers. Yeah, and th- there's there's stuff like that. But there's usually something going to get shot. Like it's it's an archery film festival. So. Yeah,
1: and that was cool. And you kind of realize like, hey, you want it to be fun for people. Yeah, you don't want to be like. You know, you don't want to be like an inconvenient truth where like everyone's coming out bummed out about yeah. you know some species, you know, <laughs> unable to hunt or some you know pristine forest destroyed or something. So, so it was uh it was still a lot of fun. It was just different than than what I thought. The auction is a hoot. The auction was a hoot. So, you know, d- the-
0: did Tim In- Ins- Insley host this too, or was it just Blake?
1: I think both of them. Tim co-hosted. is, the, he usually has a big cowboy hat yeah, on. Yeah. Co-hosted. Yeah. Tim's
0: awesome. Um uh, I, I was trying to meet up with him for ATA, um, to see if he could get him down to our party. Cause we hosted a VIP party for anybody coming to ATA and a couple of our, 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 close, uh, brands we work with and whatnot. But what I realized was funny. Uh, Tim and I had never spoken off of Instagram and, we knew each other like as well as you can through Instagram, we would banter all the time. But I was like, I deleted my Instagram. And so I had messaged him a couple times on from the go out account. Uh, I have, I'm like logged in on the computer trying to use it f- from the janky web version. And I couldn't get Tim a hold of Tim, uh, which I think Blake, Blake ended up coming. I think Tim must have just not been in town. Cause we had Blake and I can't remember the other Badlands guy. They, they were, they were at our party. We had a ton of people um, at that party. It was, it was a good party. It was fun, man. Yeah. We had like 80 people. Um, and, the so so they host these auctions and they're insane.
1: Well, and the most insane thing is the grand prize was a electric bike. Yeah. Uh, that was custom dipped in Badlands Camo, one of a kind. Is uh, that the bike was it the same bike that was at their booth? It was the bike that was at their booth. can't imagine there's a lot of those rolling around. There's less now because <laughs> because it got stolen out of their booth the following day. So what? they come out on stage, and they're like, they just come out with a green bike, and they're like, you may have seen in the booth that there was a Badlands camo one. Yeah, that disappeared this afternoon. So if you see anyone rolling around oh Louisville with that camo. Well, uh, we're to ready
0: to go up to Great American Outdoor Show, and we've been wondering how much to lock things down. This was a trade show, industry-only
1: trade show. This was an industry-only trade show, and I didn't get the you know details and ask anyone about it. But it almost sounded like it was during trade show hours because it was that the film festival was that night. So it almost sounds like you know, like when we went through the Badlands booth at the end of Friday, it was about empty. It's Um, like a nine thousand dollar bike or something. Yeah, well, and one of a kind. I mean, um,
0: well, nobody will see you riding it.
1: That's true. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Um, right, what
0: do you think of ATA? So we like the film festival. Uh, ATA
1: was good. You know, I'm not a big I'm not a big hunter in general, uh, but not a, a real big bow hunter. You're waiting out for the musket loader trade show, dude. Well, it's, it's funny, and it's funny to say that you might see spray paint on on my fingers. <laughs> that thirty thirty. That's going to be my new deer rifle. I rattle can paint job this weekend. How's it look? It looks good. I haven't posted about it yet in the app, but yeah. I'm waiting on the scope rings. I was like, wait, I had the scope and I had the gun, but no scope rings. I'm, like, I'm going to start spray painting it. So it's looking real good. Uh, but no, so so for someone from the outside like me to come into it, I was shocked by, A, how passionate everyone was about it, and, B, uh how little there is one company dominating that space it is a bunch a bunch a bunch of smaller companies with smaller skew counts or skew counts that um that are putting out really good product this is why um i was
0: talking to someone on friday night and she was she's really worried about shot show being canceled because some of the big brands are pulling out and i'm like Honestly, I don't care. Like I we I went through and counted you and I talked to 15 brands in 1 day about coming on board to go out. None of them were power players. They're all mid-size. They're the kind that aren't going to back out no matter what because if they want the opportunities like us. That's why I don't think SHOT shows going down. I know SHOT shows is not going down. I know people in NSSF, and they're not going down unless the government makes them go down. But the the people like us are the ones that need that, you know, yeah. and the brands, the small brands need it.
1: And, uh, you know, there's brands that we were f- discovering – you know, and you're more in the industry than me, and there were brands that we'd never heard of before. And uh, we were literally drawn into the booth because we're like, that thing's cool, let's go look first at First brand
0: you and I talked to. we got a bag company. We're going to try to onboard. We'll see if it happens. Exactly. But and, Dan, and, we're walking by, and Dan goes... Oh, that's cool, Uh, and and we
1: stopped and had a great 10-minute conversation, and boom, first meeting done. Yeah, and great quality, Mm -hmm. and that seemed like, and I was actually asking you and Jacob about it at the show. I said, you know, seeing this sort of stuff where you have all these people who start up their side hustles, you know, creating some bow accessory or some broadhead doesn't make you guys want to get into that space. You both were like, no, not worth the, <laughs> the effort. Well,
0: but uh, I th- I just think there's a lot of challenges with it. It's not that it's not worth the effort. I just really admire guys that can go in there and grind it out. I mean, you just can start a bag comp- bag company, you're you're competing against Badlands, you're competing against Alps. These these brands that have massive establishments and Shields and Bass Pro and you know the the space is crowded, and so you got to really be doing something different to be able to compete in that. And that's just like. Certain categories would not be appealing. Like, I wouldn't go into footwear. I just, oh, no, like, there's, it's just insane, no. you know, and, and the, it's skew intensive. You know, bags is one thing where you could just come in and own a bag or two. Like you know?
1: that, uh, psyched, psyched bow hunting. Yeah.
0: The, I mean, the, 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 this new crossbow, this guy, uh, was an engineer, you know, really built a thoughtful product that was different, uh, solid, uh, Laser cut aluminum, I think, is what mm, he said. It's, big, it's not molded. Aluminum
1: rail, extruded aluminum. Yeah. Yep.
0: So, but it was a very different product. So, uh, but then he
1: came up with a bag. Yeah. And the bag is a really sweet bag at a great price point, and I think the bag outsells crossbow. Yeah. Three to one because there's just not a lot of options for nice crossbow bags. So. Yeah.
0: And and this was um so if we, I, we we didn't really introduce ATA either, but I think um. Probably half the audience knows, half the audience doesn't. So let's pause for the, – uh, the Archery Trade Association has a show, the ATA show. It is um, – Friday is a retailer and manufacturer day. Only Saturday was a lot busier from what I heard. I, I was texting Glenn, and he said it was like twice as busy, which honestly is still more dead than normal. But I think between the, the Coco Cooties and, and the snow, you know, it kind of wiped out a lot. A lot of people just turned around because the weather was so bad. Mm-hmm on thursday night and um you know but but it, it's a a show that brings together um m- probably 60 percent of the brands are hardcore archery like broadhead arrows bows strings uh quivers that kind of stuff and targets i mean most of what you're going to see like 60 again a majority of it's that but then there's french companies that are in the hunting space like blinds or tethered was there Garmin. you know, garmin's there um, and it's a cool show, but what I like about that show it's not about showy booths it's uh, no now some of the more showy booths weren 't there. Some of the brands pulled out we won 't name brands that pulled out uh but there were some big brands that pulled out and uh they they normally have the more c e s style booths um there's a there's a couple of bow manufacturers that weren't there that i that at least i didn't see them i didn't really get in on the, everybody's like did you hear so and so pulled out it's like i don 't really care um I, you know, I'm here to see the brands that I can can meet with, but there were a couple of the big ones that pulled out that do have a little bit more showy booths. But for the most part, ATA, in my opinion, is is nowhere near the level of a shot. Like, shot's showy. It'll be interesting to see what shot's like next week. Um, by, by the time you guys are hearing this, I'll be going to Vegas and, and seeing what that's like. Normally, shot is just like a wow presentation, but th- there have been some big players that backed out of that that uh, – typically are dropping millions on that that experience and and so it'll be interesting to see how that contrasts. but this this booth is or this experience is like people you and i were even admiring because we've been building a booth it's like wow this is a clean looking booth but it probably didn't cost them a lot of money right Right. so it's there like they they just do a really good job of um setting up something that's functional you and i met with a a call brand and we're it took me a minute i'm like we're we're just standing in like a tailgate tent right now. I didn't even realize it until, I was like, this works totally, it's totally perfect for what we're doing. So that's ATA, you know it's a lot of brands that are not investing huge amounts to get in there because it's it's supposed to be a trade show. You know, I'm a retailer there trying to find brands to carry and you got little guys who are manufacturing everything from like the burr paw that pulled the burrs off that we talked to at the end, you know, some guy that's probably cranking these out of uh, a small manufacturer locally that he's, he's created or, you know, we talked to guys like tethered who have, you know, this giant 30 by 30 booth and we're killing it. Yeah.
1: So it seemed like, it seemed like, uh, the trade show was a lot more technical than, than a shot show where a lot of it is, you know, shot shows for people that like to look at pretty stuff and the more money you spend on a booth, it represents, you know, the more business you do and you're expected if you're supposed to be a big player to have a nice booth. This seemed like we don't care what your booth like it looks like as long as you're able to talk about every aspect of your product. We want you to have people there that can talk about every aspect of your back end and integration and drop shipping and rates and margins and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So you're not gonna see, you know, hired models go go dancing at ATA, I don't think. Uh,
0: no, normally there's more influencer play there but the fact that like they can't come in on Fridays, so we didn't see a lot of that, um, or at least they're not supposed to come in on Fridays. There were still some there. Uh, there were there, one of the I saw one of the biggest. I, I'm not going to name drop because that stuff's gross, but there were some big names I saw walking around on Friday. But the I think part of what you're seeing at ATA is a byproduct of the fact uh, that it was Friday and media couldn't get in, so it's it's not as showy. And what you're talking about is the fact that ATA a lot of the people there built the freaking product. Like, they're engineers or engineering-minded product managers who took this thing all the way through. You know, you and I talking to Trent at SpyPoint, that dude knows every single ounce of that product. He knows what it took to make it. I mean, to the point of like I, Trent. I don't even know what you are talking about right now, and Trent's yeah. a buddy, so I can I can pick on him. Uh, in fact, we were joking about him modeling the product for us uh, specifically. But the eighth, what happens at shot? <coughs> what happens at shot is you have a lot of sales people there i mean some of these brands bring 100 plus people there you have a lot of sales people there and it's not as much of an engineering conversation in, in some points some some of the small to mid-sized brands it's like well yeah dave's an engineer but dave's also one of the only guys we got that could talk about this so you'll still run into that but you you, you do have this like like i mean the sig booth is like a tesla store it's amazing yeah. it's immaculate so so there is this big uh presence because but it's also you have to keep in mind if ATA is ten thousand, and that's what they say it normally is, I don't think it's quite that big. I think I think you're slam dunk at like seven eight thousand at that show normally. We probably had three or four thousand there on Friday. A, ATA compared to shot is just like there's no comparison. Shot is seventy five thousand people, and you probably got ten thousand walking around in any area that doesn't require a pass just to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so the the it's performative. Because it can be, if that makes sense. Like, like there's so many people there to, that, that that it makes it worth it a little bit more. Like, ATA, though, is so much of a buyer show. It's so much of a meet and greet like we did, like Blaze yeah. Through, you know. And
1: Shot seems more like a international show. We're it gonna is. We're going to get people coming in where ATA seemed very continental, and we're talking about bow hunting in America um, i don't even know how big bow hunting is, and you would think it'd be bigger in other places where guns aren't it depends country to country yeah. i
0: mean there there's some that have weird rules- uh, against it from when i i think i think um the 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 ferg who you've seen on uh go out has talked about some of the rules against archery hmm. um because it's believed to be you know, the wound loss ratio is, is too high. So, um, but ATA was great. Uh, you know, I think, I think from our perspective, we've got probably, you and I talked to 15 brands, Jacob was on his own. We walked seven miles. I, don't, I haven't even looked. Is that what it was? So. I was at four and a half by lunch <laughs> so, yeah. or so or so like whenever Glenn said something. Uh, so we Jacob should have another 10 to 15 and this is before we even spend a week in Vegas talking to brands. So yeah. I'm pretty pumped about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we talked to one brand who, well, they're really not even a brand, they're a service that warehouses other brands right. uh, and Distributor. Fulfills, Um their products for them. And we were looking through, I and mean, you know, there's a bunch of brands that we've been trying to get on Go Wild for a while and haven't been able to come up with a technical solution because our warehouse, uh, as, as much as I try to optimize it, I'm not going to be able to a fit. small. I'm not going to be able to fit, you know, huge it's like Four the size of this room, basically. It, yeah. Like
0: what you can see with me and Dan right now, just imagine twice this, and it goes up higher though.
1: Yeah, it does go up a little higher, but yeah. So there's some things that are just technically hard to to house, but uh, the companies won't direct dropship. So, yep. so, you know, I think if we're by the time you get back from shot, we're going to have more than enough brands. We still got to figure out fishing a little bit and eye cast. I think. Yep. Will. Um, we'll give some of that but as far as brands man we've got a ton of options and and that's kind of the other thing i want to talk to you about was how do you think that go wild was represented there because i thought we were getting a great reception and the amount of people that were familiar with the app that's the
0: most people i've ever walked up to and they actually either had the app or had heard of us
1: i mean we were having people that we'd just be walking and people would see our our badge type i got recognized by a dude were you with me when he was like (laughs) You're Brad. I've seen you from the YouTube
0: thumbnails. And I'm like, oh, man, is that really like what I was? There was people coming up and being like,
1: go wild, cool, blah, 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 blah. And I don't
0: say that for ego. It was like, to your point, it was cool because finally we're resonating. People are like, oh, my God, I know you guys. Or or we're really excited to meet us. A couple of the podcasters that we've met with were able to come up and, uh, you know, to to be excited to to get this – Be a part of the go-out in a different level, right? Which is why I hope people that are listening, like, you're going to come out to Great American Outdoor Show because, you know, you can take this and, uh, you know, we get to meet you guys. You guys get to meet a lot of the team. You get to meet Dan, who is contributing to a lot of the go-out swag. Maybe come the the first
1: part of Geos, I'll be there. That's right. So, yeah,
0: Dan will be there the first weekend – uh, I'll be there with Dan, Erica. Me, Dan and Erica are a man in the first weekend and then it's kind of like a scatter dance throughout the week. And then on the second weekend, I'll be there with Jacob and Braden. So right. um I real quick, we got a couple minutes left here. What was your favorite product you saw at ATA? And it's okay to name names.
1: My favorite product like as far as for Go Wild or just No, personally? just in general. Did
0: you see anything that was really cool that you know Comes to mind?
1: I I don't know why, but I just have a fascination with coolers and the the way you can over-engineer a cooler. And we were kind of talking about because I don't even have a nice roto molded cooler. I have like an igloo. Yeah. But I kind of just like seeing how people engineer stuff. And that wild gear cooler, it had two separate compartments. It had a nice die job. It had all the bottle openers and the bear proof latches and everything. And it was made in the USA, and I was like, "Man, I don't know why," but I was just drawn. to You it. were. We were walking. Like, I was like, "Oh, you could fit so much stuff in that." Y- we were
0: walking, and Dan's like, "That cooler's like a Yeti, but it has two compartments." And then Dan was gone. Like I, I we were <laughs> yeah. walking, and I'm like, "Where the heck did Dan go?"
1: Yeah, and you know, I don't know what it is. I, I'd ha- I also have the weird. I do that with like. Uh, Travel trailers and RV trails. I just like seeing how people can like engineer yeah. a box and like, oh, look, and this thing folds out. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and then I like to see it in all the bear archery stuff. You know, I, I, I'd like to get into um, archery more. I think I'm a little bit of ways. For, from it i think i gotta do i feel like archery is like when modern gun gets boring you kind of step down into something more challenging i don't think i should go the opposite way i need to you
0: you can use it to extend your season which you can do with a crossbow in kentucky that's the nice thing about here it's like it's, it's the same season and then you can move into you know upright or compound if you want to yeah um so i'm gonna hit mine real quick um i gotta say man normally like with a lot of tech stuff, I'm like, okay, you made it seven percent better than before, but I I was really impressed with the the new um, spy point camera that's coming out, and uh, the you know, flex the flex. All goes well, we'll have those on Go Wild. We'll see. Uh, we're gonna try. Um, as with anything in cell cameras that launches, it can be tough to get a hold of them. You know, we were, we've been very fortunate to have some reveals to get to put out there for our audience. Uh, we're going to try to do that with SpyPoint, but that that they've got a lot of things that solve for that. Uh, you know, the deciding which service to use, this camera will banter between them. Um, the it it, it transmits. Um, it it choo- it's better at determining the frequency at which to transmit for uh, to be able to, to send properly. Like a lot of times fo- the cameras won't transmit. Um, and from what I was understanding from Trent, it was because of a lot of f- in, uh, frequency interruptions. So a photo may not send this, this camera does a better job of detecting what it can send. And, yeah. and, um, you know, the, I think it, I think the, the flash, the, uh, and I, I think it was a no glow type flash, like a PIR, um, uh, it was out to a hundred feet, yep. um, animal detection at a hundred feet. Like it, it was a very impressive, I think it was 32 megapixels. Yep. Um, like very impressive camera from what I was hearing. Obviously I haven't seen photos of it. We were holding a prototype,
1: um,
0: a prototype of it. Uh, but
1: it had an impressive price point too. It,
0: it did. so, um, th- that's going to be it. Make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast feed. We'll be talking about shot Gales and all that good stuff. And make sure if you're at Gayos, you come out and see us. Thanks. we